There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. It has been nearly six months since I poured a cup of good news from Ukraine. And so this month, I'm going to pour three episodes, all featuring Ukraine. Certainly, the summer news headlines have not been quiet concerning that part of the world. Half of these headlines have promised us a Ukrainian counteroffensive, and another sector of the media predicted a Russian victory. Sadly, I have to say that the killing and the bombardment and the hate continue to add up in Ukraine. But our God works salvation in the midst of the earth, and our carnal weapons do not impede him. If anything, wars and death spark thoughts of eternity in men's souls. Now, you may have recognized the icon that I used for this episode. It's a 20-year-old photo of Anatoly Lelenko. And yes, it was the icon of an episode that I used last year, in which I retold the story of Anatoly picking up his drunken neighbor in the rain. Remember that? Well, if you don't, these episodes are archived, and you can go back and listen to it. After all, a cup of good news doesn't get stale with time. I met Anatoly Lelenko in 2003. He had been a truck driver during the Soviet Union days, but when that country collapsed and the economy collapsed, Anatoly did not collapse. In fact, he was born again. He looked around and said, I realized that my country does not know God. And Anatoly did something about it. He went to Bible college and became a preacher. When I met him, he was pastoring two churches. And as I read the reports that he wrote to his gospeling sponsors every quarter, I came to love this guy. Anatoly Lelenko literally obeyed Jesus' parable where Jesus said, go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. Anatoly lived in the highways and the hedges. I love Ukraine, so I eagerly read the reports sent from our national preachers living there. But Anatoly's reports were so personal, so descriptive of Ukrainian village life, they were my favorite. In fact, I have compiled his reports into what I call the Lelenko Files. And this, my friends, for you, is Chapter 2. Dear friends, peace to you. My family and I send you greetings with the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
We are really grateful to our Lord and to you for your care, your generosity, diligence and participation in the ministry of saving the lost people in Ukraine. You are a great example of how to put Christian love into practice. Спасибо большое. Our winter is coming to an end. Spring is starting, but weather is still cold. During these months, our animals added in number. Now we have 15 tiny rabbits, which now is one month old. Our children and our grandchildren love to play with these rabbits. Last year, we had two milk goats, but our neighbors moved to Vinitsa, and they sold us one of their goats and some hay, very cheap price. Now we have three goats, and they give birth to two kids each. It was too much for us to handle. So we decided to give four goats to our neighbor, Vera. She is kind of invalid lady who does not have husband. She was really happy. Recently, I met with a brother who complained of stomach pain. I advised him to use goat milk for his problem. He answered that he does not have enough money since he and his wife do not have work at the moment. I said to him, do not worry, our friends sold us a goat. I will give it to you and you can have milk. He and his wife came to visit us and we gave them the milk goat and a kid goat. The couple rejoiced and now our family has benefit too since now we have less work to do. Last Sunday, my five-year-old grandson, Rostik, came to visit us. He went in to see the chickens and he was pecked and attacked by the rooster. This was big drama for him and we had to try to comfort him. I told to Rostik, I said, tomorrow your grandmother will make soup out of this rooster. But Rustic through his tears, he says, No, Grandpa, I am going to pray that Jesus protects me and that the rooster will not peck me anymore. I gave him a big hug and said, Good idea. My second grandson, Maxime, is going to be five in June. He was not able to speak for four and a half years, but now we cannot stop him speaking. He loves to sing and he is reciting poetry. We have granddaughter, Yulia. She is good at drawing. Her teachers are very happy about her studying in the school. She was chosen to represent the school in a contest. Our house was filled with buzz when they all came to visit. I rejoice for these moments and I praise the Lord for the gift of such a good family. Spring is coming. My wife and I, we are praying to the Lord to bless evangelism this spring in our village, as well as other places. We praise God for everything and rejoice for each new day, understanding that every day, even every hour and minute, brings us closer to the blessed meeting with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to share about some of the moments from our ministry. In Ukraine, we celebrate Christmas on January 7th. This is time when people open hearts and even open doors, so it is good time for us to evangelize. I visited 14 different homes. All the people would let me come in, and they would listen to my words about the Savior and what Christmas really means. They will even nod and say they agree, but that is it. People hear and nod, but not many hearts are open. They know about Christ Jesus, but they do not want to change their life. They only tell me that they are going to think about it. Nonetheless, we continue to pray for them. 
In January, we have big problem. Someone is stealing things from village. Many things are missing and taken, mostly things made of metal. Someone even broke into our house of prayer, our church building, and they took metal panels and the door with, as well as other metal parts from the stove. We are sad about this, but we get together and we pray for this person's salvation. We know Jesus can forgive thieves. Then three weeks after praying, after this time, the police officer comes to our church and he tells us they have caught the thief. He wants us as church to file an application against this man who is in jail. But I decide no. I told the policeman that we forgive this thief because we are followers of Jesus. Three days after meeting police, a lady comes to us and this lady tells us she is the mother of the guy who stole the metal from us. We invited her into our house and she told us her story. Her name is Nadezhda. Nadezhda means hope. Nadezhda is 54 years old. After she was married, she was not able to have children for a long time. Finally, a baby boy was born. The parents called him Fyodor. When Fyodor was only five years old, his daddy was run over by a tractor. Now Nadezhda has to work all day while he is growing up in order to earn a living. Therefore, her son spends much time without parents. He learns to live on streets with other friends. Fyodor was a bad pupil. Fyodor began smoking. Fyodor began drinking alcohol. When Fyodor was 16, he injured his left eye in the fight. Then he begins to steal. Nadezhda told us, I spent many nights crying. Many times I told Fyodor to change his life, but nothing has helped. I still love him, though, because he is my son. Nadezhda finished her story, and I asked her what does she want from me. She said that if I filed an application, her son would be put in jail, and that this would make his character even worse. Difficult to get the job, you know. I told her the police officer has already asked me to do that, but I have already turned it down. As it turns out, the only person who files application with police is Nadezhda's neighbor. But even this lady, she has agreed to take it back if the stove that was stolen will be brought back. It is very expensive stove, and of course Nadezhda has no money to buy a new one. We continued to talk over the tea, and I began to share with Nadezhda about my Savior, Jesus Christ. Nadezhda says that she believes in God, but she is probably Orthodox, so she says she is different than we are. But she says if her son will be released from jail, she can believe that God answers prayers. She stayed with us most of the afternoon. It was getting dark, so I offered Nadezhda to bring her home by car. She lives maybe eight miles from this. I also went to talk with Nadezhda's neighbor. The neighbor tells me, they must bring back the stolen things, and then I forgive. My wife and I pray for the Lord's solution to this problem.
We have many problems, but God has solution. And next morning, my wife proposed to me, you should take our money and you should go and buy the stove. I thought this was a good idea and I did what my wife suggested. The neighbor was so amazed. I asked neighbor, please do not tell anyone that we do this. So she promises and she goes to police and takes back her accusation. My wife and I, we pray for this lost family. We are praying for their salvation. Several days passed, and then Nadezhda come to see us one more time. This time, she has a young man with us. Kanezhna, immediately I realized that this is her son, Fyodor. We came to ask for your forgiveness and to thank you, she said. The neighbor did not follow my request. The neighbor told Nadezhda and Fyodor that we brought the stove. I answered Nadezhda that she has to thank the Lord Jesus for his mercy and that he has helped her through me. My wife made some food and put it on the table. We prayed and thanked him, and then we began to eat and have conversation. Fyodor, he is not saying too much. He is listening quietly. I asked Nadezhda if she remembers what she said to do about the Lord, if her son was to get out of jail. She nodded and her eyes filled with tears. My wife also has tears. There is little silence. But then I asked Fyodor to tell us about his life. Fyodor tells me that he spent 10 days in jail thinking about his life. He realized that he is spending his life in a wrong way. It was interesting while he is in jail, his cellmate got a package with food, and with it a New Testament. His cellmate threw it away, he's not interested. But Fyodor took it, and he began reading New Testament. Within two days, he has read all of New Testament. Fyodor looks at me, he says, I was terrified, especially after I read about the fearful judgment. I prayed as I don't know how. I prayed as best I could. I promised to Lord. I promised to Lord. I will change my life if he helps me to get out of this jail. And you see, the Lord has answered my prayers. Again, I took Nadezhda and Fyodor home by the car. And I suggested that they come to see us each Sunday. I suggested that we read the Bible with them and help them understand. They agreed. We have been doing this for a month and a half. Finally, on March 8th, my wife and I come to their house. March 8th is big holiday. As usual, we open Bible and we read. We have good fellowship around the table. We pray together. But this time, Nadezhda decides to pray. She was not calm. She stumbled over her words. She is nervous. From time to time, she stopped. Even one time, she could do nothing but cry for five minutes. Finally, she wiped away tears, and with trembling voice, she says, Gospody, prashaimenya, Lord, please forgive me. 
please forgive me. I am a sinner. My wife is crying too. There was a little bit of silence. And Nadezhda looked at Fyodor. She said, Son, why do you keep silent? We have agreed to change our lives together. And then Fyodor begins to pray. I could barely hear his prayer. But I was able to tell that Fyodor prays sincerely. Finally, he says, Lord, Lord, please forgive me. Please forgive me. And tomorrow, Gospri, tomorrow, I will go and ask all those whom I have offended for their forgiveness. I was greatly touched. My wife and I prayed with them and we give them a big hug. They have promised to fellowship with us at church. I believe that life is worth living just to see such moments of man's repentance and God's salvation. You can imagine that Ukraine has more than its share of neglected youth. Young men who steal in order to buy drugs. Young men who have lost their fathers. Young men sitting in jail. I don't know where Fyodor is today. I know his village has been right in the middle of the war with Russia. Maybe Fyodor is fighting on the front lines. Maybe he's a refugee with his mother in western Ukraine. But I know this. He has received Christ before this war started. He read a discarded New Testament while he was in jail. A national preacher in a nearby village took time to pray for him and to forgive him. That changed his life. And that, my friends, is good news. <laughs>